This is the World Industrial News for Wednesday, April 13th, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to Part 7 of their podcast, Sustainability and COP26. And another thing I wanted to ask about is different sorts of organizations or pledges that that companies can join. Um, Maybe Aviva has joined some of these already. I'm thinking about things like the Renewable Energy Buyers Alliance, things like this. Can you just talk about what those organizations are and why a company might want to be involved? Absolutely. And especially when it comes to sort of Aviva reducing operational emissions, one of our big focus areas is procuring renewable energy for all of our offices, as well as uh, implementing energy efficiency measures. And when we did our target submission and our inventory of greenhouse gas emissions, we, we realized that our footprint is not like one of the sort of bigger tech companies where the loads are concentrated. Our loads are scattered across the world and the market is not just there where where we can go out to each market and buy renewable energy. So we are working with groups like REBA or Renewable Energy Buyers Alliance to aggregate our loads and to send a strong market signal out there in terms of clean energy procurement. And a few other things you had mentioned previously, TCFD, CDP. Can you just explain what what these things are and, and what role they play? Sure, I guess I'll I'll jump in here. So, you know, I think that CDP and TCFD relate essentially to reporting standards. And uh, I guess that's something that's also interesting. That's when I was talking about accountability and um, the fact that already in the private sector, there's a there's a very high bar here. So CDP, although now it, it goes definitely beyond just companies to also cities as well. You know, essentially it is a common framework for companies to report out on, on what they're doing and to provide some pretty detailed information on how companies are mitigating, so reducing emissions, but also managing climate related risks and preparing their own businesses to transition to a low, tra- uh, low carbon world. They're aligned to another standard, which is the task force for climate related financial disclosure. And, and again, you know, driving these disclosures disclosures are investors who are really trying to understand the businesses that they are invested in, but also to use their influence, right, to increasingly to use their influence to advance and accelerate the the transition to a net zero economy. To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. It's a really good time to be in the natural gas business, speakers told about 350 attendees at a conference in Dallas, which was sponsored by Intercom Incorporated. That was true even before Russia invaded Ukraine on February 24th. In mid-February, low storage levels and strong demand growth comprising domestic demand and exports via pipeline to Mexico and liquefied natural gas tankers pushed up U.S. natural gas gas prices to about $4.50 per million British thermal units, approximately 60% higher than its year earlier price. Two years ago, in early 2020, a million British thermal units barely fetched $2.
Feeling pressure from consumers paying at the pump, President Joe Biden said Tuesday his administration plans to allow gasoline that uses 15 percent ethanol blend to be sold during the summer in an effort to reduce gasoline prices. The Environmental Protection Agency plans to issue a national emergency waiver in order to make E15 available during the summer months. Harris County, Texas, home to the world's energy capital, Houston, is one of the strongest centers of industrial activity along the U.S. Gulf Coast, with $9.9 billion worth of industrial projects under construction. The chemical processing industry leads the way in terms of project value, with more than $7.2 billion worth of projects, followed by the industrial manufacturing industry. Canada's government recently announced a $3.8 billion budget commitment over eight years to promote domestic extraction and production of critical minerals. The funding allocates up to $1.5 billion for investment in the critical mineral supply chain with a focus on supporting deposit exploration. And Morocco state-owned OCP, a major phosphoric acid manufacturer and fertilizer producer, is dominating the African fertilizer market. Industrial Info is tracking $6.3 billion worth of capital spending chemical projects attributed to OCP in Africa. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck, reporting for Industrial Info News.